everybody to another episode. My name's Emery Wolf. Joining me is Nick Lamb. And we are Just Two Camera Guys, a show where we're going to talk all things camera. Uh, it's been a while. We haven't talked really lately. Uh, what's been going on in your world? Well, my world, we just um, lots of filming lately, actually. Lots of Leroy and Leroy stuff filming. That's kind of been taking over a ton of my filming time. Um, I want to lift up my laptop a little bit here. Give me a second. Because my eyeline's a little weird. There, that helped. <laughs> you'd think you'd have this sorted out by now, eh? Um, you'd think so. So is this, this I normally, is just your laptop that you're? Yeah, I decided to go to the laptop. So I normally just plug in. I don't even know what kind. Of, it's like that old USB two kind of thing, and I plug it in there. Um, and I have a memory of myself going, I need that cable to charge something. And I took it out and I obviously didn't put it back. Oh, I can man. tell you that much. Um, but just like, look how good this looks in this room with this camera. Wow. Yeah, stellar. You're almost in focus too. <laughs> yeah. First time I've ever been in focus. That's a plus. <laughs> Oh, oh my, old, look at that. Old man problems, eh? Oh, well, look at this. I've even shadow. I've done zero. I'm creating a shadow on myself. Oh, this is sad. It's it's too late to worry about it now. The shadow is the least of my worries. Well, this is good. Oh, whatever. Let's have a good episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's kick this thing off. Are we... Oh, uh, oh that shadow idiot. is killing me. You think I could have hung the, my light is so off axis. It's not even, I'm going to turn it down, but then this auto keeps adjusting, whatever. That's the way it's going to be today. Do you not have a spot in your bag? Like where the cord goes? Yeah. Well, the problem is I don't know what I needed it for. So that's not going to work. I could try. No. Yeah, no, that's, that's just darkness. Um, so that's actually another thing I need to. Um, so when I camera assisted, I had a, typically on a show, you'd have two or three carts. Like they're, so they're big um, trolley carts kind of. Picture uh, the kind of cart that you would get at a hotel, but then picture kind of, so they're almost as wide as the door and then too high. And they'd be like pretty long, maybe six feet long. And you'd have everything. Everything would be labeled out everything would have a spot. You'd open up the bag, everything would be labeled. And when you took something out, it had to go back into the same spot. Like there was no ifs and spots. Something gets taken away, it goes back in the same spot every time always. Um, but I have not applied that to my business camera gear as much. So I've got like mics going to the top of my bag. There's like a whole bunch of mics everywhere. Camera goes in the bag. I've got a lens sitting on my desk. Like that, that just should not be happening. I got two hard drives. Look, so Why this is going to drive you, you mess, crazy. Rick. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Why are you such a mess? But why? This is 27. Yeah. And like then it goes, where's the, this should be, it should be like that. 
that shouldn't it shouldn't go twenty. And then, and then, this you're gonna go crazy over this. Thirty-eight. This I. There's some things in my life that I need to fix organizationally. Yeah, I I don't know how you run a business and have all those people renting from you <laughs> like and then I, i'm assuming your wife does all the work then <laughs> I, I don't even know what's happened and then yeah and <laughs> like these are two different kinds of why i why you didn't have the same kind of battery why am i have different yeah i, yeah, I so so what what I'm, made I'm you go sure from being on. but yeah being I, organized to disorganized like how did you get this far i have no idea is the short end. So in my own life, I'll have our, when you, you know, when you go into our house, how we've got the kitchen and then the dining room, that area has to be clean always, or else I just go crazy. But then if you go into our back room, I feel like it gets slowly worse. And then by the time you make it out to the garage, where a lot of my stuff is, it just goes into the toilet. So yeah, I, I need to work backwards fix all of that stuff get a proper i, I you know I, I shouldn't criticize you because i feel like i've kind of done the same thing um i just feel like i'm a little bit ahead of you and i did most of it through uh during covid actually like so gear wise i'm actually fairly organized i have individual bags for like everything and everything That's has nice. a spot and it goes if i take it out of the spot it goes back to the spot and if it's not in the spot i'm like in panic mode it's lost yeah, because I that was like camera assisting. If you go to the yeah. spot and it's not there, somebody stole it. Like that's really the only explanation <laughs> that could be possible. If, even though you're the only one that could have possibly stolen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then two, actually, uh, for myself, Nick, recently, I, I bought a new container to hold all my film development stuff in. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I, was, I was pretty pumped about this, but I. I don't even know how I got the idea. I was like going on Facebook marketplace and I found a, uh, an old military ammunition box. That's sweet. You should post and a picture that, of it. If you have it like just on the screen right now, if you have it, but yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. And it just, I, I ended up, I didn't buy the one off Facebook. It wasn't the right size, but uh PV Mart, not PV Mart, princess auto actually had a bunch of them. You bought that as well. Yeah. Not at princess auto. Wow. That's cool. Um, I talked to like an army surplus store in town. They couldn't get the right size. Uh, Cash Tactical, if anyone's in Regina looking for army surplus. It's, uh, it was a pretty interesting store that I just learned about after this. But uh, but yeah, bought it at uh, Princess Auto. It fits everything perfectly. Uh, tin can, waterproof, right? It's kind of, it's like perfect for it. And it sits That's on so my cool. shelf. Yeah, and it looks it looks awesome. Just Oh, side the, note, you got to remind me to send you that or bring that change tent next time um, in town i should come out there this week or something to pick it up because uh the film from yeah. our challenge with adrian i oh, finished nice. that film this weekend as well nice. so i've got well, i've got to develop all that and kick that stuff out i'm gonna be in town on wednesday so i'll bring it in then okay that works cool i'll uh, have the old stuff truck, out so on the cast yeah <laughs> Yeah, very important stuff, very camera related. Yeah. Um, do you know what else actually, Nick, is uh, this is still like film related, but I, I actually, because I forgot about it, but my 
kickoff to film video has actually been approved. I just logged into YouTube. Restrictions are none. So I will be oh, kicking, put it out there. kicking all that out hopefully this week. Share it through um, our, I guess our site if you can this. too. Or yeah, tag sure. us. I don't know, however you yeah, share it through the site. It would be good content for it. Yeah, so lots of lots of film stuff coming from me, which is new. Um, that speaking of which too, that role of film I had, Nick, um, how I finished finished it off. Um, I had a cousin come here. Uh, her kid was playing ball. He's playing in some like all star league. Uh, he's only nine years old, I think, maybe ten, and uh, playing in town here. And that's the last few shots I went with the camera and actually took them on the on the film oh nice uh, but i might have ruined the film too because i may have popped the back open before i rewound it got a little excited so we'll see um how much was spooled out oh it was like all the way like that last photo is probably pooched but i'm hoping like having everything balled up inside that's sort of yeah it's a pretty rest. tight ball yeah how light was so, it uh well, I kind of, I was holding it still too. So it like never came like fully open. It just like popped open. And I was like, oh yeah, squeezed it shut right away. Right. Were you inside or outside? Oh, outside. Oh yeah. Super bright. Oh, Damn. you could be messed up then. Yeah. If you were we'll inside, it, it's not as bad as you would have thought. Yeah. We're going to call it art, Nick. We're going to call it art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, with that said though, too, it actually got me thinking about some things. So my daughter is going on to university and, you know, thinking about, you know, taking photos of these kids playing ball. I used to take photos of my, of my kid playing ball. Um, but I don't really have that many photos of my daughter growing up. There was very few moments that I actually did stuff. Um, and the other problem I had was, was time. So when we were working, like on whatever show we were, we were contracted for like 14 hour days. Mm -hmm. So like we never seen people at all, which included our kids. Do you have any like regrets or like, how did that affect you back then? Well, well, mine was different than you. Cause I didn't have kids back, back then. And okay. I was married, but um, that's funny. Cause that was actually one of the things was before I got married it was like, just like, I'm not sure if you fully understand the job, but like, I work a lot and that's not going to change. Like, this is the job I want to do and that's what's going to, it's going to be. So there was definitely some agreement going into it. And then over time, it did kind of wear me down to the point where I didn't really want to anymore. But um, yeah. no, that wasn't as really a problem because I think like we were in a different, I wasn't as, I was in a different stage of life than you were, I guess. So is there, is there anything else though, that when you look back, it's like, oh man, I wish I would have done more of this instead of more camera stuff. Um, at the time there was thoughts like that. I don't know. I feel like everything for me, even if it seems like, I wouldn't want to change stuff because I feel like it would affect other things and I don't want it to, I, I like where I am now and I don't want to, I wouldn't want to be the butterfly that messed anything up. So I, I, it's tricky. 
very tricky. Uh, yeah, I, man, I actually, I think that's like a very fair answer, right? Like, cause when, you know, you say these things or like, I could say, I regret not spending time with my daughter and that's not maybe necessarily the truth of it all. Like the things I got to do were amazing where I'm at now is amazing. And like my relationship with my daughter is pretty good. We basically, we, we've been talking like every day for the last couple of weeks, just oh, really? to build up going to school and stuff and her getting ready for it. So um, yeah, like no, no real complaints, but you know, there was still some times like where it's all, oh, I wish I would have, you know, done more like yeah, go, gone fish, no. fishing with her at summer or swimming or whatever. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It, the the amount of work I remember even thinking like man it'd be nice to just be able to wake up and fry some hash browns like weird because <laughs> you just don't have the time you know yeah <laughs> you know and the, and the funny part too is, is it the job actually provided some other like bizarre well I shouldn't say bizarre but other opportunities to to do things with so because we would be off all winter mm-hmm. and I like hockey so when the kids their school trips they'd go to hockey rinks I've I would be there right in the morning tying yeah. all the kids skates and going out skating with them and stuff. So that, and that stuff was fun too. We're going skiing. They, they would go out to the, to the hill, just to the East of us here and, and yeah, go downhill skiing. And so, yeah, like it brought those opportunities too, which yeah, wouldn't give those back for anything. Those were awesome. Yeah. Um, the other thing that struck me about your comment too, is like your love for cameras. Has it, always been there has it always been like the same no for sure so for me personally so like i loved it as a kid huge into it um like i used to my grandpa had a video camera i borrowed it i was filming stuff all the time um and then i would shoot a lot of videos and was shooting like tons of weddings and stuff in my very early 20s but then when i started working in film I don't know. I, I think wrongly I had developed this mindset of like um, I'm working on these projects and these other projects are stuff that I shouldn't, that those are on a different level kind of beneath me. And so I kind of gave up a portion of that where I feel like I should have just kept doing it and just kept shooting weddings and kind of honing my craft. I could have gotten a lot better faster had I did that, I think so honing your craft that's an interesting touch too does that does that improve your love of cameras when you start honing that craft yes and no because it's like yes as in you can it doesn't show it here this is embarrassing because my lighting's so bad (laughs) but you develop at least like i develop a sense of comp this is all so what's the word where it's that doesn't make any sense because of what you're seeing it's like um um Right now, this is looks so bad, but I do have the confidence that I can walk into any situation to make it look good. Right. It helps if I'm using my camera with the right lens. I guess it's the yeah. right tools, but I feel like that confidence has gotten higher and it's yeah. it makes me more comfortable. I don't know if that changes the love of it or anything, but it makes you a lot more comfortable in situations. So now I can walk into a situation and I'm not nervous or anxious about what the end product's going to look like because i already know as long as i can remember to hit record plug the microphone in it's going to be fine yeah um that's interesting too was it was there ever a time like you lost the love of camera 
Yeah. Well, I guess going back to the wedding stuff. So I remember hating editing them. So I, I, we were filming these weddings and you'd have a stack of to be edited weddings starting to pile up and you'd go out and you'd film them and it'd be awesome. And then you'd get home and then, but now you also have to remember that this was 2002, 2003. And so it's not like you just turn on your MacBook, fire up Adobe Premiere and it works. This was like, you turn on your old PC, you'd have to plug in your weird adapter, hit play on your mini DV. It would go through that weird internet noise. It would go through, but, and it would, you wouldn't just transfer an SD card. You'd have to hit play on your camera and then it would transfer it to your computer. And then if anything went wrong with that, you'd have to rewind it, start it over again, log it in. So by the time you log all your footage, it's like days. And then you would start editing and the autosave feature wasn't existing. So you'd be like editing for three hours. You hit save. So you'd hit save, you'd hit save. Boom. The computer would just crash like super randomly. You try to hit play, nothing would play. Then when you finally got done, you go to export. Good luck. Cause it, it, it drove me so crazy. So finally I got so tired of it. I literally, this was, I didn't have the same confidence that I have now. So I literally just sold the cameras. So when people asked me to come film the wedding, I was like, sorry, I don't own any cameras anymore. <laughs> like, it's so bad. It's such a terrible oh, mindset. Man. Cause I didn't have the guts <laughs> to say, sorry, I just don't want to do it. Cause the computers suck, but it was just, yeah. That is too funny, Nick. Uh, I can't believe we haven't talked about this before, but I had like the exact same <laughs> in the wedding industry too, where it's just like, you know, we're at the way back when, and it just, it, stuff wasn't smooth. It wasn't operating right. Um, yeah. And then you get this load of projects to kick out. And you're already <laughs> shooting the next one. And you're just like, God, this just keeps piling up. Yeah. And it's just, it's like this mental drag. You don't want to do it. And then I did the same thing. Like now the reason I have this camera too, I, I literally sold everything it was like, so if people ask me, I can't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. And, but it was like, yeah. So then we had so many, we'd have these things piling up. And Ryan and I used to film them together back then. And then we'd edit them together and it just got into a, it's your turn to edit the one. No, I edited the last one. It's your turn. No, it's your turn. It's, no, it's your turn. I did the, no, you did. I did the last. And then, so finally we just had to, um, I remember we got, it was like a giant bag of like M&Ms, a giant thing of Twizzlers, a giant, like, so we got all these crazy snacks and we took like a week and we were just, like we're getting these projects done we just edited all of the stuff out gave everybody their projects back and just quit it was so silly oh man that's too funny uh so that was that was briefly a talk about uh why gear actually does matter <laughs> yeah well it's so smooth and i actually i ran into that again this week so ruth's Ruth loves channels. Um, she's had some videos that she had shot. And I was like, yeah, I'll edit those while we're on vacation. 
just in the morning or whatever, while people are getting up or, you know, went to edit them on my MacBook, hit play, go lag, go lag. Oh, I'll make transcodes, make transcodes. Transcodes were lagging. And I was just like, oh, this is, I, yeah, I just need my machine. I want to edit on my stuff. I always edit on It's Yeah. So did it make you want to buy a new M1 MacBook? It did. I was. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Yeah. We've got the M1 Mac mini upstairs in our, you know, our dining room area slash the room we spend all the time in, in the house. And I can edit on there in a, just as fast, if not faster than I can on my super fast PC you know it's nice i like it speaking of those sort of things too that make things better let's get some housekeeping out of the way um we've had a few talks about the state of our little (laughs) podcast or my quality is getting worse every time this was a bad time (laughs) to have this. it's actually a perfect time to have this because while while you're just using your 1970s back on my my uh <laughs> this feels worse than it did on episode one i feel like that my stuff's been getting worse because then i moved into here uh to the office harry potter's bedroom here and i think i can make this look good but i need so i i just need to stop being so cheap and get one of those mounts for little you know, those like gorilla tripods or something for this thing yeah. so i can just set it up get that going get a second light i'm using one light and it's way off axis and um yeah but the thing is so i want to talk about with the show is the direction of I, i'm starting to feel like we should almost move to more technical talks with our guests is what i've been feeling i know that when we first started it was like let's get into the personal the history why they're doing what but I, I feel like we're missing that technical side of things from people. Um, uh, yeah, no, like, I mean, we'll, we, we can do that with a few people, I think for sure. But I, I think we need to focus on stories. Yeah. Cause, cause at the end of that. the day, uh, you know, people, anyone who's going to listen, that's probably going to listen to hear, you know, Nick talk about the time they, broke something while shooting Leroy and Leroy, right? Mm-hmm. They, they don't they don't care that you're using a ten thousand dollar camera and holding it sideways. <laughs> yeah, it's not this camera. I don't use this one. Yeah. But I would hold it but, sideways. I I don't know if that makes sense, like the difference between technical and, and the stories. But yeah, I, I no, think it can be enough. applicable. Actually, do you know what this this goes into another thing you you, you mentioned before and, and we've talked about it. We haven't had a woman on the show yet Um, yeah not because we haven't wanted to we have we've got names jotted down we just haven't been able to uh uh, make stuff work schedule wise uh we were really hoping to get one during uh actually like before when before all of the chaos happened with covid we were talking about doing doing one with the whl and uh, we just couldn't get the schedule to work but um with the gender thing involved there our show is called just two camera guys and and you'd actually asked whether do you know is that something we need to change and uh i was thinking about that and just like just two camera guys is us we we are just two camera guys regardless Mm -hmm. of what happens 
it's us, the name's fine. If yeah, it doesn't really matter that way because it's about us, not about other people, which is part part of the joke, right? Yeah, um, I guess. The other thing with it too is because it's about us, it doesn't necessarily define our show. So do we have to talk about cameras? No. Why, why do we? We're just two camera guys. We can talk about anything we want. <laughs> right? Like, and yeah, no, we, why can not? Have, we can have on whoever we want because we're just two camera guys and it's our show. So that was kind of my, my take on, on the state of the name. Um, just because we were talking about it, we were thinking about it. I still think it's fine. And that, that's the reason why I think it's fine. No, I, I agree with that. Let's keep it the same. Um, and, and then, you know, that blends to what you're saying, too. If we want to talk about technical things, we can. If we want to talk about stories, we can. If we want to, you know, discuss things that aren't, I'm not going to say aren't remotely camera related, we'll still probably stay like within the field of like visual media. But mm -hmm. um, honest, actually, do you know what, even like use for an example, if we want to talk to your mom about her paintings, just about because paintings. she's using, she's using photographers for inspiration and things like that. There's Big lots time. of people that do that. So, you know, like that's, we can talk about it. We're two yeah. camera guys and it's our choice to talk about it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, what else do you think we could actually approve, approve, improve on our show? Um, well, I was thinking for me, uh, the awards thing would be super fun. Give some kind of awards. I'd want it to be some kind of, uh, either category or list, or maybe it's just Saskatchewan. Maybe it's like the camera award. Maybe it's a weekly thing. Uh, maybe we do nominations throughout the year and then pick a winner and then pick the winner at the end of the year, but we would not kind of do a nomination every week. Um, yeah, there's a lot of potential there, actually. I kind of, I, I dig that idea. It's good. I like it. I was just going to say, like, when you first sent me the text on this, I was just like, you're like, we should do awards. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are, what are we going to give out for an award? Like, uh, good good job this week nick high five yeah. like i don't know <laughs> well i was thinking we could give i my first idea was uh like a local production award for within the video field so somebody shoots a video even if they just they make a commercial for SAS tourism, or they make a commercial for even something lower than that. Like uh, say they did a commercial for the local plumbing business, but it's just like a really cool ad or something. Um, just kind of stuff that doesn't really get a ton of notice or recognition, but there is some good stuff out there. I saw- I, I actually, I almost think this is two different ideas than Nick. Like we okay. should be doing something to like recognize uh, local work and then and then too at the end of the year we can kind of give out we could give out awards for anything we want best um, camera of the year best lens or I, I don't know you we could go that way too yeah like we could honestly I, I almost feel like we should make it like a spoof entertainment award thing you know the best yeah the best hair on just two camera guys <laughs> well I saw this ad 
this ad um, on Spotify and the ad, it was this yellow screen and it was, it said, this is an ad for Simply Dentist. Yep. This is an ad. <laughs> and it's for Simply Dentist. If you're expecting anything more, that's not it. Because this is just an ad. And I, I was just like, oh my goodness, that is so sweet. It had my attention the whole time. It was great. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I like this idea. Uh, I think we need to sort of like make it a little bit better, make it into something. So we'll have to sit down and talk. Um, if people have been listening this entire time and have gotten up to this point, uh, please leave us a comment and <laughs> yeah, let us give know what us you an think. Idea. Maybe, maybe how we can run or operate these awards. That'd be great. Any help would be great. Uh, we, you know, we're not getting a ton of comments, so we will definitely read your comments. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll answer them. <laughs> no worries there. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, cool. I think, yeah, I think that's a good outlook on the future with that. Um, actually, the negative outlook on the future, Nick, do we continue the uh, the photo challenge? Or the photo challenge? I think, okay, here's... We've never, what? we've never come up with a name. We don't have sponsorship. It's always a tire fire in the show. Yeah. It's okay. Here's would be my recommendation. We stop letting other people pick the next idea. We just present them and it's no longer a B-roll or something. So it's a photo challenge where it's a photo. That's a challenge, but we pick it because the ideas are getting every show it's always the same thing because nobody ever seen the show before they get on as a guest and they go oh i've got to pick an idea and then they do that for about five minutes and then they finally come up with something really strange and it just never works it's too bad our fame doesn't precede us eh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or they're just like, oh, I got to have something ready to go here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or we could send them that in advance, but we don't. I don't know. Um, but, you know, here's here's the other thing. Is is the fact that the segment's a complete tire fire, is that kind of fun? I think that part's fun. <laughs> I think there could be a funny bit to the fact that I never do it and I just submit something <laughs> last second. Half the time, it's just a Google image. But, yeah, what just do you mean, That is what you've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyways, again, I think another thing for the comment section, if people are still listening. Just every should, time. Should... I'm having real trouble with my connection. I can't seem to send you the image. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like my sharing's been disabled. Thing. Never mind. It's a good thing we, we we edit the show after we record it. Um, actually, that's another thing to discuss. We've, we've tried to do some live stuff. Do you think yeah. that's ever going to bite? I say, okay, this would be my preference all live and just re-streamed until we get to the point where we're both <clears throat> either in the same room and we can record it straight to camera or actually, that's another elephant in the room too is when we can do one actually together because we we have no more restrictions we could actually do that mm-hmm so I just feel bad for the editing because 
you're editing these and you're doing a good job, but I just don't think that the, for where we are right now with the show, it's worth it. I would say we just do it straight off of the deck, send them out and then kind of slowly build up over time to that if we need it. Um, yeah, editing's a pain. I actually think editing saves us at this point. You're That's why right. I kind of like it now. I don't know. I think it's debatable. I, th I think we do need to work out the live thing and try and get that working so that we can just record and edit live, kick it out, and then slap yeah. on a title at the start. And actually, I, I always kind of like my, the uh, the outtakes at the end are always fun. And if we yeah, do they're live, always take fun. That out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what you could put at the end? Okay, this will still, you can put the first five minutes where we chat with somebody. Ramble you can pull something nothing. funny out of that. That That is where those things are coming from. <laughs> yeah. Just so our... you could still have that. And then we go to the actual show that's not edited. And then you we put one of the funny bits at the end. We need to sort it out. And I think the other thing too, is if we have taught anyone today, is that camera guys, or at least these two camera guys, do not like editing. <laughs> no. I'm no. Up like Editors like editing. <laughs> yeah. uh, the people that like to operate the camera typically don't like the editing. And yeah. I think it has more to do with people than, because I like the editing part. I just prefer the interacting with people part that, the being a camera person allows you and you yeah. don't have that when you're editing yeah um nick we should kind of start wrapping things up i've got uh oh yeah one more i've got one more thing i'm gonna just glass over real quickly um you've got one other thing that i think is going to be a fun way to end it mm -hmm. um so our second last topic here is counterfeit camera gear mm -hmm. um basically it sounds like what's happened and I, I don't know how like big of an industry this is, but it sounds like what's happened is with like uh, being able to purchase things online, uh, the Amazon marketplace. How do you actually know you are getting and receive non-counterfeit gear? And I don't have an answer for that. Now, are you talking when you, okay, I just want to make sure I'm not, well, I'm going to embarrass myself no matter what, but, when you say non-counterfeit, I'm going to use Canon for an example. When you, um, this is, goes on a Canon camera and it's a Canon lens, you mean somebody that's impersonating a Canon piece of equipment? Uh, like, so with Amazon Marketplace, for an example, is I could take my camera battery. Yeah. And type up a thing online and say, hey, I have a Canon LP-E6N battery here for sale. Uh, it's basically not used, uh, you know, 75 bucks for it. And, but really what I could have is a thing, some weird battery with a Canon sticker on it. Okay, yeah. And it's not actually a Canon product. Yeah. Um, I don't now. I don't think I actually have any gear that's been, what was the word you used? Forged, not forged. 
Yeah, counterfeit. Counterfeit, yeah. I don't think that I have any counterfeit gear, but I might. Yeah, maybe here's the better way to ask this is, have, have you ever bought online or from somewhere or something that seems a little sketchy? Yeah, so I play a lot of board games and you see that's actually a serious thing in the board game industry. I'd say it's more important there because in the camera world, like if people don't feel as sorry for Canon as they do for this really small publisher that has one employee of a board game and when somebody's counterfeiting their game and they're they're losing proportionally a very a larger portion of their business's income and i think it's harder to counterfeit like a pretty substantial piece of electronic yeah right like you're not gonna you know you're the camera you're showing off or we're talking about your your video camera for leroy and leroy how expensive that is no one's gonna counterfeit that thing because even just to counterfeit that's still gonna cost you a couple grand right and it's not worth that risk of money but the lens, I could see them counterfeit. It's a harder thing to get pull on the your a camera person's heart or whatever than it is for a smaller industry because people won't feel as bad for the company, I don't think, in general. Now, ethically, you could take it to another level and say it's still not right because... I th- I think it's funny that you're talking about like the companies because in my mind, it was a problem for me, not for Canon. <laughs> oh, because you were getting a crappier piece of equipment. But I guess I'm wondering is like, I don't know if I have anything that's been counterfeit. Well, so. and, and that goes back to like the other question about like where you purchase things. Like as far as like I, uh, most of the stuff I purchase is from Don's photo in town. Mm-hmm. Um there's a few like peripheral things like if I, that I know I can't get at Don's generally, if I'm going to order from somewhere, it ends up being B and H photo. Yeah. So like, I know going to those places that I should be getting things that aren't counterfeit. I mean, yeah. Don's is a hundred percent for me Yeah. is B and H probably, but I'm, it's still online. It's still sort of that gray area, but, you know, they are partnered with, you know, each product or whatever. So uh, they can do it. And I, th- I think that's sort of the best way to like safeguard yourself from it is to always make sure you're using that. Or if you do buy from Amazon, make sure they are like a, a yeah. online retailed seller. I don't think B&H product. would intentionally rip you off either. That at least anything that when oh, I've God, no. been in the store, like they've been, they're really good there in my experience. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's really the the moral of the story. I was going to show people how to check um, when you go, like Canon's been doing a big push on it lately uh, because of the online purchases. And I'm guessing it's probably caused them a, a few issues. Right. But uh, yeah, they, they have some stuff for, to check on. And I thought my battery should have had a hologram on it, which is why I had it out. Uh, but it wasn't that uh, exact product of, of a battery that would have had a hologram on it so but i mean it looks legit from the yeah markings. it's weird they, Mine they sort of tell either. you how to read the markings too you think hmm. 
So yeah, counterfeits. It's weird. It's something I have actually never thought about in the camera world until today. I never thought about it either. That's I'll pay attention to it, but yeah, I don't see it being maybe just cause I don't know, but I've never seen it being a problem in the camera world, but maybe or because you're buying from actual places all the time. Yeah. Uh, the last thing Nick, we have to do are uh, we had a little mailbox question last week. And it sounds like you have some follow-up for us. I'm yeah. not sure if this is more questions or what. You haven't really given me a real prep about this. So I'm, I'm curious no. to hear what you So have. basically the question, I can't fully remember it, but so I'll change it to whatever my memory <laughs> is of it. You, you can't even um, remember where you put that cord for your camera. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> my memory of the question was uh, I am thinking about getting the 24 to 70 zoom lens is what i'm pretty sure the question was um, and sigma sigma versus should i get that or i the they the person that wrote it in actually had been reading some tamaron reviews and then some sigma and so they've been re They'd been looking at the Canon reviews and just going, okay, this is a really good lens that they wanted the 281. And then they were looking at the Sigma wondering if that was worth it. And then they went down the rabbit hole of the Tamaron lens. And so the, and, but they'd been reading all these reviews and they were saying, wow, this is actually a pretty good lens. All of this stuff. Um, ordered in. Uh, and my opinion on it was just stick with the Canon one, but get a used one because you find a pretty decent price for the used lens. I can't even remember what the exact price was. Was it 700 bucks? We found some used ones for 800 bucks, maybe a thousand. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so the person went to the local camera shop in Moose Shaw. They ordered in this Tamaron lens for them. Who, put it who on. is your, your local camera shop out there? Just out of um, curiosity. It's not Dawn's. Oh my. Wells. Wells cameras. Um, they're good there. They're really good. They'll bring in anything you want. It's just similar to Dawn's, just a smaller version, basically. Um, but so yeah, brought it in, put it on soft. Set like, the lens did he back. Buy it? Yeah. So then he took the lens back and was like, this lens is just soft. And so they're like, yeah, that is weird got a new lens in soft it's just a crap lens it was a crap lens it's soft the lens is soft but um the reviews had been they're good but they're all they're, the reviews are taking into account how cheap the lens is so it's like yeah it's a good lens for 300 bucks or whatever um or they're faked reviews which is possible too which is a huge thing. That's another day. <laughs> more, just more counterfeits. Eh? Um, but I wanted to, the thing that I actually like about the camera gear as a hobby, as a profession is how kind of robust the used market is. And this goes against what you just said with the counterfeiting, but I, I think we need to take advantage of it and not be scared of it. Cause so this person's still scared to go out and purchase a used lens and I'm saying you can go to the person's house you can put the lens on you can take a photo you can bring your computer with you you could put it in 
And their response was, well, I don't know if they've dropped it, but the counter argument is you took a photo with it. Who cares if it was dropped and you don't know? Like, as long as it, well, and I, realistically, if, if it got dropped, you'll notice. Yeah. There'll be marks on the outside of it. Yeah, exactly. It's right here. I'll show you. I dropped this thing. As you can see right there. Yeah, right. I, uh, yeah, actually, actually, that that is impressive itself and speaks volumes. The fact that you dropped that and that's all it did. Yeah, I dropped it. Fell off my glide cam. I, I dropped a, a Sony lens, uh, not not a Geos, but one of their cheaper versions of lens, and like I dented that thing. Like it wasn't just a little scratch; it was a dent. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and actually, and let me let me rephrase. It wasn't a drop. I had it set on the ground because I took another lens, popped it on, and when I moved, I moved my foot, kicked it over, and just from it flopping, it dented. Really? Yeah. Like so, the fact that your lens took that, it took it like a champ, right? Oh no, and, this and, was about five and a half feet in the air, like glide cam. But yeah. I think I hadn't. I must not have clicked it. I honestly don't know what happened, but it fell and hit the ground. Yeah. The point is, is the, the more money you pay, like that's one of the things you're paying for is a little durability, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously it had it hit the glass, but it hit the side and I just put it back on and now it's fine. It works great. Great still. No, used stuff is great. Actually, I'm trying to think too. Like I, I know I, I started out with some used stuff. You said you start out with used stuff. I still buy used stuff all the time. Like, well, not, I don't buy stuff all the time, but I mean, I haven't bought camera gear in a while now, but when the I do. The most expensive stuff. thing in my camera bag right now is used or was used. Your body itself? Uh, it's not even the most expensive thing. That's 70 to 200 lenses. Oh, yeah. But that's the... That actually is what makes it all affordable is because you buy it used. And then if you sell it and upgrade or change, you don't lose the, you don't have to pay that new to used premium or that you would have. It it allows you to change your mind with gear. It allows you to try gear. I I would go used. I really would. Yeah. So here's, here's kind of a weird question for you, Nick. Um, Is, is, buying used gear is is that the camera guy subscription model (laughs) um i think it's the anti-subscription model because the subscription model is it just keeps draining and draining and draining your bank account whereas here um i bought this 85 1.2 lens for just look good when you put it through like you could see right through it it was great under a thousand dollars, I think it was like eight or nine hundred dollars. It's worth the exact same amount that I paid for it seven, eight years ago. Um, if I bought it new, I would have spent two grand on it and it would be worth eight, nine hundred dollars today. Like, I, I just can't wrap my head around why I wouldn't buy it used, yeah. For sure. But that's what I mean though by like, I, I almost feel like it's the subscription model because used is like the gateway. Cause like you'll buy, you'll buy one thing used oh, and like, okay, yes. that was a good deal. <laughs> yeah. The thing was awesome. And then you're like, Ooh, but there's this other thing. 
Ooh, yeah, this. It, it'll yeah, it allows you to keep purchasing because you think that you're not losing money on it. Yeah, I see what <laughs> you're saying. <laughs> but you're not selling anything. So yeah. the theoretical resale value doesn't even matter because you yeah. I've never sold it. So um actually you have got me using this app and I I'm I'm using it cuz I'm trying to encourage my daughter to use it as well, but the uh every dollar app. Oh yeah, I love that app. Um, that is amazing. So just like talking about like budgeting and stuff for that, that's like one of the things they actually even mention in one of the articles they email out to you when you sign up is about like how you're, you're flawed in your thoughts about money. And like when you're saving money on a lens, you think you have that money for something else and you really don't <laughs> generally. So yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. Have you been using it? Like where you'll put your income I've, and expenses I've like, and then. Yeah. I've just like sort of started. And uh, honestly, Nick, it's, I hate to admit this, but it's been a little eye opening for me, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and not, not in a way, like I thought it was like, I've never really budgeted. Right. Like I'm just not that my mind does not operate in that way. I hate being like restricted. I hate having limits to things. I just want to go out and to do right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but what it's done and where it's been good for me is it's forced me to sort of look at my stuff. And now it's like things I'm not putting limits on. It's like, like, Ooh, if I do this, I can do this. (laughs) <laughs> and and now like i'm excited for that and i've been like using the app for like a week <laughs> oh. so yeah it's been good but um i'm gonna try to encourage my daughter to to use it a little more and i think once she gets used oh to it, she's gonna if she can start using thing. it at in her early 20s like this mm-hmm. and then um the key will be when she starts making serious money yeah. Cause she's going to be able to make more money than you and me put together. But I mean, yeah. and then taking that 15% savings and then just putting that off the top and then being able to budget out the rest of her stuff. She's going to, yeah. it's just amazing. Where, where she needs to work <laughs> on is she's like locked. Like this is my budget. That's it. That's all. And, and like where, you know, one of the first things I found out is like, well, budgets change. Right. Like, so, you know, I'm, I was going through and I was, catching up like going through my bank statement stuff online and and looking at what I had to actually put into it and you know I had this $190 e-transfer for hockey and I was like I didn't budget this at all right so then I'm like going through like I'm like do I take it out of the fun So, so yeah, it, it was one of those things and, and yeah, just, you know, you shift it around and now I have a budget line item for hockey that'll stay in the budget. Yeah. That goes there. Yeah. No, it's, and I, it's freeing actually. I found it anyway. Yeah. I don't know if I would describe it as freeing, but it, it's the most I've ever looked at my own money in a period of time. And it's been it kind of helps guide your life. So like not even, I wouldn't say freeing, but like guide, guide you responsibly. Yeah. I guess for, cause we're a little, we're different. So it's freeing for me because then I don't have the stress. 
because it reduces the stress around money because the answers are all there kind of no i get that right like and and actually actually i can relate to that too because like i I can see like that line item like this is for savings and that's like ah that feels good i've never really had that there (laughs) and i've never tracked it and i've never said like that is going there Mm -hmm. so yeah kind of that does relieve some stress but yeah also at the same time it's just good to know like like things are getting done things are getting handled i I almost feel like a responsible adult (laughs) but it's right yeah i never even thought of that for you but that's a good thing to kind of get a handle of to be able to pass on to your your kid you know yeah i I actually i i can't wait to actually talk to her more about this too just because I can be like, look, this is how your dad is an awful person when it comes to <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, being honest and, with it. And too. this, this is this is helping him. So, like, if you learn this at twenty-one versus forty, you're you're winning the game. Oh, it's the amount. It's actually incredible the difference that that would make. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Nick, I think that goes point in case. Just two camera guys doesn't have to be just cameras. It's nope, somewhat it's camera related. It came out of that talk, but it's all financial yeah. stuff, which we oddly talk a lot about as well. Yeah. Maybe we need to put that in the thing. I feel like if the finance shows get all the, all the uh, clicks, all the sponsorships, all of the cashola. Yeah, except ours would be like finance for dummies. Finance, or, finance or, by or, dummies. Or, yeah, finance <laughs> by dummies. I was going to say with dummies. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, well, Nick, I think uh, maybe you leave her at that for the day. That was everything we had on our list to go over. Uh, we have some, well, we have oh, one interview lined up, which I'm looking forward to. Up. I'm, I'm hoping we get a second one, which I actually haven't talked to you about Nick yet. I emailed the person. So hopefully they get back to me. Um, And yeah, yeah, we've got a, uh, I don't know if I can spoil it, but it's a big guest. He's a legend. Yeah. Really like everyone here knows him. And actually that's the funny part is like everyone in our industry knows him. I don't think people outside know him. Like my mom wouldn't have a clue. She actually, she wouldn't even believe the things he's done. No, but it's like a, it's a local uh, success story without a doubt in our field anyway. And, and uh, do you know what else is a common trend for us here is just like one of, you know, a genuine nice guy, like one of the nicest guys you'll, you'll meet, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's that's yeah. the only fear I have about that interview is like he's almost too nice to give himself credit. So yeah, he really just is such a great guy, though. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's wrap up for tonight then. And uh, I guess to everyone out there, have a good night. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we should end every show now. Keep your stick on. <laughs> that was the red and green, wasn't it? <laughs> was it? Yeah, red and green used to always say, yeah, till next time, keep your stick on the ice. I always like the, the uh, it's such a dumb thing, but the uh, body break one, keep fit and have fun. I don't keep know fit why. and have fun. No, the body break one was good. 
keep rolling. <laughs> so the window is the last shot. Oh. This is us closing the window. <laughs> What's his face as I shoot raw or whatever? Is his yeah. Name. So stupid. So stupid. I like him though. He's good. I like him, but I shoot raw is stupid. Like, who is buying those t shirts? I have no idea. No one should be the answer. Yeah, so you say something and then I'll just say like uh, remember to keep your batteries charged or something. <laughs> <laughs> remember to keep your batteries charged. Because <laughs> why? That's about the only difference. That's the joke of what's the difference between a professional photographer and getting your uncle with a nice camera is that professional will show up with their batteries charged. Have a good night and remember, always use auto. <laughs> <laughs> Manual focus is for the week. <laughs> Have you ever seen stuff with like holograms on them? Like uh, upper deck hockey cards? Ooh, another way you can do it uh, actually, which is true, is if you put a, a counterfeit battery into your camera, your camera will actually like, go into it. Like, you may self destruct this camera mode. Mm hmm. Didn't click OK. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> then you still have the option to click OK. I think subscription for camera stuff is here. Not on my watch. Because um, I feel like if we took a screen cap of every one of the episodes, my quality is getting slowly, slowly. It's getting like, it should be on an upward trend, but it seems to be on a downward trend. All right. And at this rate, what? like I'm not even going to have a microphone next week. That's, That's part of the reason why I'm late, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to say who, but somebody that's under five feet tall was yelling at somebody else. Who <laughs> is over five feet tall? It's over five feet tall. <laughs> Have we been started? I thought we started already. No, we didn't do an intro. Okay. We didn't do anything. Oh, I was all left up for now. <laughs>